little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Smoking. We, we be smoking, smoking. When I wake up every morning as I'm getting up, I, I hit it up. Now I'm fitted up. This is a new live son of a bitch. That's right. It is a new live son of a bitch, and it is your favorite host with the most. We are all up in this bitch. It is none other than Miss Hempress, Emily M. and Phoenix. Good morning. Good morning. Amazing how we're actually doing this funny shit. I can't believe it. 7 a.m. again, Monday morning. Where'd the weekend go? Oh, that's right. We smoked it away. Or at least some of us did. Quite literally. Because I um, I had my youngest over. He came over Saturday, hung out in the studio for the Lotus Effect, uh, 4 o'clock Saturdays, if you didn't know. And uh, he stayed overnight, and he needed to pick up the quarter beef that my bestie, since he lives at her house, uh, he was coming to pick up her quarter cow. Because uh, it's just easier than, I mean, it's already like a, a 35, 45-minute drive for the person who does the the cows and then it's another probably hour and a half to get to her house so having my son come over just made it easier for her so he ended up staying all day sunday we watched fnaf and then critiqued the shit out of it uh smoked like it was going out of style uh right out there on the patio it was it was funny as hell because um like if the neighbors came out because of course you know it's not legal here and I don't know how AR they are and shit, but we we had a great time. And actually, I had three, um, they call them a pecana roast. It's a sirloin cap. And I had literally had like a small, medium, and large. We have got to get you versed in your mute button when you cough. <laughs> I hit my mute button for the stream. You just got it. Oh, Okay, if I'm the only one that got it, look at you yeah, being no, a fucking just professional. You. I'm not reaching up and hitting my FaceTime button for you, boo-boo. For my listeners, absolutely. They don't need to hear me die. Yeah, no, I, I, I have no issue listening to you die. I, I assure you, it's it, it's all good. I'm, I'm just glad that, you know, it doesn't go out over the stream of stuff. Yay! No, no, no. no, no. So we smoked the pecana roast, uh, all three of them, and then sliced them. They were nice and juicy. And we were going to do some vinegar slaw to go with it, but mm -hmm. we were all pretty much too wrecked to drive, <laughs> so we opted to just do some leftover, um, the, the stuff I made for dinner Saturday, the broccoli, uh, chicken and cheddar casserole instead of rice. We use rice cauliflower. It's, mm -hmm. it's out of this world. I actually sent the recipe to Fliberty Gibbet. Uh, she had asked about it, and I'm like... Here's my email. Put it in the chat. I'm like, throw me an email and I'll send you back the recipe. I have no problem with that. Sharing is caring. That's what I'm saying. It's it's all about the share. Like Tiny no House for Life is good sharing recipes. our space this morning. I love the fact to see C Brooklyn and Tiny House and in the chat. That gives my heart happiness. Good morning, little morning birds. Oh my goodness. So of course we should we should get some business out of the way while we're 
while we're rambling on here about things we've done in the last week since we've been on the mic. Uh, don't forget, this is a value for value show. So if you get any value out of what we are doing here, then we just love when you contribute it back to us, which of course you can do in the model of the Podfather with your time, talent, and treasure. So you can join us in the chat. Uh, right now I have it under lotuseffect.chat just because it's easier, but we are working on the websites for that. And of course you can, once we get, wait, we might actually be able to do live call-ins because you're on clean feed now. <gasps> oh, we can do call-ins today. We can take live call-ins. So 253-237-3321, share a cup and roll up with your favorite uh, gee, what are we? Because our listeners are connoisseurs. What are we now? Uh, we baristas, are... <laughs> bud tenders. <laughs> I've officially I... locked Emily's brain. She's staring at me yeah. on a FaceTime because we can see each other, which we like. Butt tenders. There we go. Show title. Beautiful. Uh, goddesses. Uh, you know what? I don't hate that. Are like herbal are... goddesses. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I think our like main intention with this is to be more of like the culture changers, ch culture changing, shaping, like what women are supposed to do. We're supposed to observe and report. We're supposed to adjust accordingly to like the way things are going. Um, okay. So we're the world leaders. Got it. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> We're the head that turns the neck. And somehow really along are. the way, we thought we should be the whole body. No, bitch. The head turns the neck. We, we need to be fine being the neck. Be the head. Give the head. It's all the same. <laughs> get ahead. Give some head to get ahead. Is what I heard. Sometimes you have to. Girl, you ain't lying. Anyways, this is... But anyways, if if you're enjoying fifteen in the morning, that's haram. right. It's it's too early to have to make executive decisions. But if you're enjoying what we're doing, join us in the chat, lotuseffect.chat. You can call two five three two three seven three three two one and sound off on what we're talking about. We'd love for you to join the conversation, and uh, you know, don't forget that we also like those fiat fun coupons. Uh, you can go to Lotus Effect dot show click on the green we like money button and uh donate to your your favorite yentas yakin in the morning it's the rooster booster pour a cup and roll up let's do it that's right you heard hempress emily pour a cup roll up and splash some satoshis on the walls of the studio here and we will split them up accordingly so that we get some of that value back that we are contributing to you all but i'm gonna let hempress emily take the first talking point this morning because i love the things that she brings Okay, diving right in. Uh, I got to pull up my notes so that way I'm not fully talking my out of my ass. But uh, the main topic Why? It's for what today... we do every Saturday at 4 p.m. on the Lotus Effect. Yeah, but like, I, if I'm left to my own devices, we will derail and end up in Siberia with Babushka. And we just don't need that. 
have want to have a good train ha, of thought. Have you heard the Lotus Effect by chance? Have Have you listened to <laughs> my? Have. It's enjoyable. <laughs> it is the most. It is the most organized train wreck. Oh, I love it. You're welcome. I, I appreciate that because I don't think I could have put it better myself. That is the best way to describe that shit show which we do on Saturdays. The it only, is an organized train wreck. The only better controlled demolition is the state of America right now. I don't disagree with that. Um, but to kind of make this a cohesive show where we wander off path and come back and we're going to tie in <clears throat> our three previous subjects, which has been don't put the babies on drugs. Let them be little tiny humans to learn how to be adults. Um, we've discussed how America has slowly but surely become a nation of immigrants. We take what we appreciate about our cultures, throw away the rest of it, replace it with consumerism, and we move forward as a capitalist nation, standing around today wondering why it's an active dumpster fire. Nobody wants to work. So and true. all of our elected officials think that they're hand-chosen by the deities above to be better than us and to boss us around and make choices for the masses based on the minority. <clears throat> so, yeah, and if to we tie take that a look all at together the... in a nice little bow, we, the collective consciousness this morning at 7.17 a.m. on November 6th, 2023, are going to fight fucking fist fight the ghosts of Rockefeller and man and point out how their shitty bad guy brains <laughs> concocted the education system today uh, they gave us the college educations the, the college institutions the idea of higher learning um, and with that comes crippling debt. Oh, undoubtedly. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so we have our the dirt we live on. We don't own that. We constantly pay for it and by way of property taxes. Our vehicles, once we do pay them off, we don't own those because we have to pay insurance and registrations. Your, um, what was the third? The, oh, your credit cards? Like any sort of loans or credit card debt, like... All of that stuff. These are all main financial benefits for the people with the money. Yeah, and and um, when you get to kind of a certain age, once you're old enough to legally have a credit card, like every company comes out of the woodwork trying to get you on mm -hmm. their financial tit, and it's it's like an addiction that you can't get off of. You have to actively figure out how to go no i'm not just going to blindly swipe this piece of plastic every time i want something because it's you... too damn easy you can get in debt in a heartbeat and unless you have somebody as a young person keeping a very close eye on you then you're you know you're literally being set up for failure and i mean they even you know how we talk about you know all, all the no agenda listeners know how we talk about the fact that, you know, it's a scam and, um, you know, the fact that they're, they're starting young, unless you've got somebody 
gatekeeping for kids, you know, they're they're not even trying to hide it anymore. They're just putting it right out there like, oh, look, kids, your parents can give you a credit card that they load money to. You're you're just you're start, you're indoctrinating them earlier and earlier before you know it. A fucking kindergartner is going to whip out a damn visa to pay for school lunch or some shit. It, it's going to be ridiculous. Uh, I noticed the kid credit cards like those started coming out when my 22 year old brother was like 14, 15 yeah, it's it's so, been roughly what you'd say maybe the last ten ish years we've seen it. Yeah, right inside the last ten years. So you do change gradually through generations. So we want what would that be? Gen Z? We want Gen Z to have a credit card shortly after they have a cell phone. And now they're even making it where you have to have like an iPad and cell phone and things like that in elementary school. And parents are supposed to be playing or paying for these cell phones and everything like that, but they're mandatory. Well, now because parents kind of push back and they they are logic or financial reasoning and said, I'm not going to do this with my kid. The schools said, oh, all right. Well, this is something that they need so that we should provide it for them. And now yeah, but when every the school, school isn't providing it, when it's literally telling the parents, look, you have to buy your kid a smartphone and have this. Yeah, here in Tennessee, no, baby. I've heard about this. There have been parents well, who the school has been like, your you know, son or daughter needs this phone. And the parent is like, who who's going to pay for that? Uh, well, do you know that's, that? That's I would say that it's because... Not. I would say that it's just showing up in Tennessee because uh, it's a poorer state. It's more red. There hasn't been as much indoctrination, deep roots shit going on there for so long. But what I can say from someone who's had a child or nearness to children in school systems in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different states currently, um, most of the schools get grants from Ola uh, Four Eyes Windows Boy. Um, and those are handed out. Parents are responsible for insurance. They have to pay like X amount of uh, my insurance for my kid's iPad in New Jersey was $46 for the year. I didn't have a choice. I said, no, we do not want this in my house. You no, you're not bringing a spy device in my home. No, thank you. I don't have my child having an iPad. I fucked up and gave it to her way too young. Realized that is not it. I got a crackhead on my hands. I No, thank you. So we smashed it, drowned it, killed it. Said, no, thank you. And then now you're forcing one upon me. Yep, exactly. So in the seven states where I have tiny humans in the system, they are given iPads. And it, it's either an iPad or it's a Microsoft Surface, depending yeah, some, on their age, or they might get an HP sure. laptop. Depending on their age, depending on their school district, depending on how much of the Kool-Aid they've drank and how many of the checks they've cashed, it, like they're issuing them. 
So maybe some parents are having to pay. Maybe some school districts don't have as much funding, but for the most part, no, I'm talking they have managed to roll this out. I'm talking about the cell phone, not the iPad and Chromebook and stuff. Those I understand the schools are providing. They were <clears throat> providing them for my sons when they were in high school. And it was because I said, no, I'm That's not started, buying yeah. my... First of all, he didn't want one. He hated mm -hmm. the damn thing. And Most of them didn't even want driver's licenses. <laughs> like, they just don't want the responsibility. Mine couldn't wait to get their license, but I suspect that's because they wanted more independence than they were being allowed to have at that time. Probably, yeah. But I, I just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I am all for teaching kids tech, but with a whole lot of structure and boundaries, which I don't think they're really putting in place. It's way too early to break the system, or I should say it's, it is too easy, not early, uh, to break the system at school and get around their safeguards and be watching, you know, Bambi and Bunny give a BJ, you know, to a guy on Pornhub when they're supposed to be studying, I don't know, calculus or some shit. Yeah, I guess that boils down to having a creepo weirdo for your computer site, like your security guy for the district most of the school districts you can't look up um like if you're trying to find like in a shop class trying to look up brass nipples which is a piping which is a piece yeah, of, it's a exactly. little piece of pipe with thread on both ends right like it won't let you yeah because of the word nipple right yeah or stud like i how to how to locate how, a yeah stud. how are you gonna locate a stud if you're doing you can't carpentry. look at you can't look that up so I don't know. I mean, yes, it does. It opens the door for a bunch of nonsense. Well, but and the thing is, more... having their own cell phone, they can look that shit up anyway, anyway without yeah, any school and it's on the parent to figure that out. <laughs> and who's really, like, looking through their kid's phone? Like, our parents used to flip through our diaries and notebooks and shit. Yeah, exactly. Parents are not looking at their kids phones and and that's obvious because of the fact how many kids do we have being trafficked on the internet and they're sitting right in their living rooms they're on their cell phones you know little you know little teeny bopper eight-year-old is meeting 45 year old pedo because they've been messaging on the cell phone and he's promised her the world and she's in love at eight years old folks mm -hmm. i did not misspeak yeah that happens um so much so that there are vigilante groups out there who, like, they spend all day long catfishing these fucking disgusting monsters and confronting them and recording the interactions. Oh, yeah, I love watching Contacting police, handing over the file. Like, if, if you abjectively looked at it, we look like an open-air pedo farm. Oh, completely. Like, it's, we're, we're the capital of human trafficking. America is fucking up greatly. Yeah, and it's not getting any better. And we have been for a long time. I mean, we literally, I mean, being a truck driver, you know, we have um, uh, truckers against trafficking. Uh, even Lyft and Uber has a section where it's kind of like a, a pseudo training, if you will, of how to spot somebody who's being trafficked it's like mm -hmm. yeah it's not as easy as you might fucking think 
you know, they're, so all of the they're traveling, getting quicker. All the traveling that I do uh, in my real life, not on the internet, because being chronically online is a mental disorder. Go outside and touch grass. Agreed. Let the sun hit your face. Let the breeze wash over your skin. Go outside. I always ask Tommy on the way back to the car after a pee stop, did you have anti-trafficking stickers in your bathroom? And he's like, what? I'm like, run back in there, bro. Run back in there and see. And he like, he'll go in, entertain me, look around, be like, nah, not a one. And I'm like, I counted nine. Like, it does seem really I, not bizarre. that I want them. No, not that I want them in the men's room. So that I, way the I men think... who traffic the women know that we're looking for them. But like, be better for fuck's sake. And it starts with our children. It starts with ultimately us being whole people before we make other people. And if we are whole people before we make other people, we must ensure their wholeness. So if you yourself are not a whole person, run it back and figure out why. Figure out what, where did it go wrong? What, what, maybe it wasn't my fault. Maybe my mama and daddy missed something. Maybe my grandparents missed something. Figure it out. Put it all together and use it to make the child that you made whole. Because whole people don't go on the internet looking for other people to validate them. Truth. Whole people don't look for other people to validate them, period. They don't need approval from one motherfucker on this planet. There must be a lot Just of broken the one in the people mirror. out there then, because otherwise we would not All have... of us are broken. Uh, we are in like a fifth wise. generation. We would not have so many TikTokers thinking that they're going to make a living by being a fucking influencer instead of getting an education and doing something fucking valuable with their life. And, you know, YouTube, the same thing. Oh, I'm going to be an influencer. The only thing you're influencing is how long your ass is going to be grounded if you don't fucking do something with your life. Influencer is the new celebrity. Going to Hollywood getting taken by the casting couch is not appealing anymore. What is appealing is sitting on my phone I'm always on, recording the shit I always diggity dang do, putting it out on the internet, and if somebody likes it, cool. That has become more appealing only because for like three generations we force-fed our youth fame and fortune. We gave them movie stars. We gave them rock stars. We fucking gave them soap opera stars. We gave them Broadway stars. All we did was force paid for narcissism and are shocked that five generations later, I guess we're five generations into America and we're only three generations into this nonsense. So for three generations, you force feed them fame and fortune based on your fucking face and for money. And then we're surprised that they're all on TikTok and YouTube with their big fucking face on the screen. Thinking that they're so looking fucking for important. Well, that and we, we made them this way. And yeah. the only way and, they are this way I is because they are broken, because they are missing the pieces 
from whole people who should have raised them because they were robbed of pieces. Because the whole people before them were not whole. No, they were, were full robbed of, of pieces. Rockefeller and man, their fucking school system ripped it out of them. And here we are today, exactly how they wanted us to be. Happy little worker bees consuming to our capitalistic demise. I was going to say, yay capitalism. Well, I mean, I, I have to say that I could never have imagined back when I was in my teens anything like OnlyFans. I mean, the, the only time you had booty holes on, on camera was in skin flicks. And now, like, every little bitch out there thinks that she can just flash her puss on the screen and make money at it. And sickly enough, you know, OnlyFans is, in my opinion, just a breeding ground for, uh, you know, for for grooming for, for pedos. Like, seriously, you've got a 13-year-old out there flashing her goods on camera and... I mean, how many predators are out there, like, drooling and licking their fucking screens? Well, first, I don't know enough about OnlyFans, but I am going to make a big ass-out-of-me assumption and say that you have to be at least 18 years old to have an OnlyFans account. And yeah, there is some sort of a verification that. process. I'd, oh, what's the verification process? Much like a porn site? Are you 18? Yes. Okay. Well, considering there's financial transactions being made, you would have to verify your identity via financial Okay, I'll go a little darker. I'll go a little darker. Mom. Oh, I guess the is, kid already has a credit card from mom and dad. Well, more than likely. Fucking Christ. It, it, exactly. That totally circles back to exactly the first thing that I was saying. And also... Um, let's go to the darker side of that. Maybe mom's pimping daughter out. Maybe they're doing it on camera together. Uh, mom's over 18, so it's her account. And, you know, I mean, come on. We know this shit's out there. We were literally just talking about trafficking. I mean, if you don't think parents traffic their own kids, like, you've not been paying close enough attention, my friend. Oh, they sure do. And it's rampant in third world countries. That's how you know the state of a nation is when we start exploiting our children. It is very sad. It, it truly is. God damn it! Fuck. I mean, I get that was. It works. Yeah, I needed. <laughs> no, that really did not work because something just happened that I don't know what the, the fuck is going on with my yeah misfire all day long. See Brooklyn, you are correct. Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, I was literally misfire. trying to push one button. And another button popped up, and I'll figure it out behind the mic, but it's it's stupid. Nonetheless, I'll, I'll fix this. <laughs> um, so I, I think we need to circle back to what we were talking about, about the whole Rockefeller man thing, and go a little more in-depth as what you really are meaning by the fact, because you have a really great um, theory and, and viewpoint on i guess maybe just tell the shut up sit at your desk yeah. do your job well the whole the whole why yeah. the whole education system was uh created and structured by rockefeller like tell about that okay so i rockefeller goes to prussia 
sees how the Prussian system works and says, OMG, yo, I love that. Let's bring it to America. So he brings it back. And the ultimate thing that Rockefeller wants is he wants subservient, educated people to work in his warehouses and his factories and his companies and his buddies' companies. Everybody wants educated, docile workers. We want them to do what they're told when they're told and don't think for themselves. Don't get no ideas. We pay you. This ain't your business. So that's the model that Rockefeller found in Prussia. Loved it. Brings it here. Him and man buddy up. And they're like, we need to start schooling people. So they start opening up schools. And they open, I think it was like 400 in the first year down south. Because everybody down south is dumb. Bless their hearts. Um, so we start educating people. It's working out. They're, you know, everything's going great. And they run with that for, you know, as long as those people are alive. Carnegie, the steel guy, says, we need somebody to educate, like, our doctors and our lawyers. And, like, we need smarter people. <laughs> like, we can't just have worker bees. Like, what am I supposed to do, Carnegie? Like, I, I like to read. Some other people like to read. They want to be smart and have useful jobs to the working man. So he starts to bankroll colleges. The first one we have is Harvard. And the basic education. I, I just want to point out real quick that Harvard is located in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And if you know anything about Massachusetts, what's one of the most prominent families from Massachusetts? Oh, the Kennedys. Money, 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 money. Mm-hmm. Well, theirs is more like um, generational wealth retained. Uh, Still just ironic that the first college that gets <clears throat> bankrolled is in a extremely blue state with a very financially prominent and politically uh, out there family. You do know the blue people were for slavery, right? Yes. Like more slaves okay. were owned in the north than there were in the south, but <gasps> shh. They can't know that because no, no, they need to know that. Yeah, they, they need to understand. They they do need to know that. Which is they need the to understand. Like I had to understand when an old man, and I'm talking, like he's pushing ninety now, if he's even still Earthside. Papa Wyndham, I hope that if you are alive, you're doing well, and if you are not, thank you for your service to this earth. We appreciated it. Anyways, that old man. When Barack Obama was running for office, looked at me, laughed, and said, I never thought I'd see the day after I said the Democratic Party left me that he'd be running. Because old farmers, and I said this on y'all's Lotus episode, episode 65, Yo Donut, um, old farmers were Democrats. They got the government money to back them up in their subsidies. They had free labor. They love the Democrats. Of course. And when a farmer tells you, I didn't leave the Democratic Party, they left me, 
it means that they took my labor. That's what they mean when they tell you that. Okay. So, all intents and purposes, the Democratic Party has been pro-slavery, which means dependent upon another. What's your views? They have been that way the whole time. What's your views on, quote-unquote, modern slavery, that being the Mexican The debt slavery that we're all under? The college debt, the crippling mortgages, the crippling credit card debts, the interest rates, the slavery without chains, the slavery without a plantation. Now it's a subdivision. That what my thoughts on that are. Break your fucking chains, people. Well, I I was actually more uh, referencing the migrant workers that they bus up from Mexico and put to work in the fields and the reason why we keep hearing that well nobody else will do those jobs so that's why you know we have to do this it's like um yeah but the problem is you're letting them fucking stay after you let them come in and you're giving them all the goddamn benefits without actually having to go through the citizenship and this and that and we're not even going to get into this whole shit storm of the asylum seekers that are flooding new york and all the major cities we've ranted about that already but those aren't actually like asylum seekers no shit but that's what they're that's what the m5m is calling them well out of those asylum seekers there's like 2.5 million of them that are on the like global bad guy list yeah. Like everyone around the globe them. has agreed that you're a shit person and somehow you are in my America. And they lost them. Don't know where they went. Whoop. Don't know what happened. So you mean to tell me I have two and a half million in fucking surgeons in my country. That is exactly atop, it. Atop. Atop. The CCP students that are here on their student visas. The CCP people that are here on visas to live here and run businesses and do everything else so we are under indirect direct attack from china and now we have everybody coming out in our back door pretty much if y'all don't turn off your motherfucking withholdings on your w-4s and kneecap them and cut off their fucking money they will never learn you're right it is november you know they won't your taxes are paid go to irs.gov check your contributions Thanksgiving's coming, inflation ain't going down. Christmas is coming, your babies don't know about inflation. Get the fucking money, turn it off until January 1. I will remind you to turn it back on. Promise. Cut off their fucking money. And just, no. They need to stop playing these games. They need to understand that America cares about America and we want to be whole. We would like to undo the doings of the last three fucking generations. Okay, I wanna I wanna just jump represented in here real quick. <laughs> by the gerontocracy running this nation. They have been in office since I have been alive and have done nothing. Oh agreed. Agreed. And uh Tiny House in the chat says the Venezuelans in Chicago say they're not allowed to work. They say they can't get a work permit because they get don't have a permit have an because address. they don't have an address. Right. Yep. Here's but because here's... they're all living at the police station. Right. But if you listen to the talking heads about, oh, we've got all of these jobs that we're going to, you know, fill with these asylum seekers, it, it's, it's just a great big load of <clears throat> bullshit. 
Well, it's what our president, Joseph Biden, called human infrastructure. I actually have something for that. Hold, please. Keep 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 talking amongst yourselves. I I have something for that. Okay. Yeah, it's the it's the human infrastructure. They used to call it like replacement or whatever, and people got a little too prickly about that because it was too real. But that's they exactly. just needed our implied consent to not say you ain't replacing me. Um so now they're human infrastructure because we need them for farms and ditch digging because we're sending all of y'all to go get degrees because somehow every American deserves to go to college. No, they want to yoke you with debt. You ain't smart. You ain't special. You probably shouldn't be getting a degree. Then the one you're going for is for bullshit. Art history. You like to go to museums. That's a hobby. Gender studies. Are you looking at private parts in a medical way? No, you just pontificating. That's a hobby. Yep. Communications major? Learning how to what? Talk to people? Uh, fucking go stand outside. Start running your mouth. You'll learn. Believe real me. Real good. Real we, quick. We have totally ranted about that. Go be a bartender. We have go wait some tables. About it. The fact that nobody knows Bags how to groceries. communicate anymore. That's why you have AI writing, you know, oh, don't break up with me letters to girls' boyfriends and you know, boss, I need if a promotion If I had letters. a dollar for every boy I had to break up with for some dumb bitch, every text I had to write perfectly because they didn't know how to communicate. It's ridiculous, I broke up it? with a boy for a girl one time with the dog emoji and the peace sign emoji. All peace, right, dog. Then. I was like, girl, I ain't doing this for you. Right. This is how you would communicate? This is what you get. I can agree with that. And I think we can all agree with the... Uh, Fuck... Joe Biden. Fuck, fuck, fuck Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Hey. Oh, that's a good little jingle. Yeah, we um actually we we can't totally take credit. I think Fletcher uh was the first one. He um he produced that in the the Ohio State fight song um music. So, we just happened like we all the time do that just arbitrarily and we did it on Saturday on the show. And Phone Boy was good enough to have clipped it out of the show when we did it because it was perfect. The most annoying thing to me about Joseph Biden is the fact that because of this Rockefeller man system, he's able to be where he is. Like without this handicapping of the masses that is public school and college, it allows the people whose mama and daddy have money for private school, it gives them like undue, undeserved get ahead. And like, as someone who could afford to put my kid in private school, and if she wants to go back to other people being around, I'll probably pay for it, suck it up and maybe get a J-O-B. But like, I know that that's, because I want her segregated from the rest of y'all. That's a choice I'm making, consciously. Because the rest of y'all, mm, mm, I, I don't I've know what it's like. Before. I wish that I had homeschooled my children. I wish I had known what I, what I know now. 
about yeah. how completely totalitarian the school system is. And I mean, I've been railing against the fact that <clears throat> they just expect your kids, they, they want cookie cutter kids. They're not and interested. And that's what you need. That's what you need in a workforce. You need everyone to be, sit at your desk, do the work in front of you. Don't ask any questions. Yeah, sit down, shut up, slave. Show up and go. Yeah. And that's like, a that's problem. That's what they need. So that's, that's how a problem they get because them, is they... this is how we end up with decades and decades of useless shitheads in our government and running the fucking country <clears throat> because eventually the little worker cu cookie cutters are grow up and become adult enough or or you know they they uh they get old enough where they can vote and then what do they do? Well, they've got all this indoctrination from the public schools, and yes. they vote accordingly to... And the whole the... plan behind it all is to have you dependent on the state. And um, I have, don't have the direct quote in front of me, but Rockefeller is, has said, did say, the burden of the nation is to be the father of its children or some shit, or the, the duty of the state is the father of children. I, it basically <laughs> puts us in the situation we are now where most of these kids don't have daddies. So the state is their daddy, basically. Um, and so their mom gets the subsidies from the state. The school covers the childcare and the integration uh, of your social skills and learning. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, my dog just came in. Um, so th that's what that's what Rockefeller wanted. Like he wanted all of us to think of the state as daddy and the government to save us and our jobs to provide for us. Like our loyalty should be to our companies is what Rockefeller wanted. Um, and that kind of really goes full force ahead when they pulled out the pledge from the schools. I'm going to look that up real quick because I'm curious because I don't remember uh, the allegiance. This is um, loud from schools. I think it was under Obama. I don't know. I was homeschooled towards the end of my public school career. So I think I was out by then. Um, and by homeschooled, I mean now a defunct uh, diploma mill. Took my money every month, gave me assignments every month. I banged that shit out and graduated high school with honors at 16. Um, and then started college. And then I was like, oh no, this is all a game. I'm out. Um, so where does... Anyways, so they take out the Pledge of Allegiance at the schools, and that's where we get the full realization of Rockefeller's allegiance to the company and not the nation. Um, so based on everything else, I'm going to say it's Gen Z. Most of Gen Z probably didn't say the Pledge of Allegiance at school. So they are coming out primed, ready to worship Massa Corporate, um, drink Massa Corporate's Kool-Aid, say massive DEI's talking points and live the embodiment of 
corporate whoever pays my bills. So Rockefeller gets what he wants. This is this is how he planned it. Yeah, and I mean, see, Brooklyn was saying, you know, what's wrong with taking pride in your tasks? There's nothing wrong with taking pride in your tasks, but it's just really nefarious the way that he developed this to ultimately bring more workers. I mean, it, it, it literally set up the infrastructure for what we now see. We, I mean... You had some really good points when we first started doing this show about how if you take the comparison to a adult work day and a child's school day, more or less, you're up at, what, 6, 7 o'clock. 6.30, yeah. Yeah. You're rushing around, getting fed, getting ready to go into work or school, mm-hmm. okay? You're having to sit mindlessly for X amount of hours through whatever classes they deem you need to take, <clears throat> you get a lunch break and, you know, it's it's all very uniform. I mean, you, even down to the point where some places like private schools and um, Catholic schools and, and shit like that have uniforms. Mm-hmm. So it's some public it, schools have uniforms. OK, see, I didn't know that you're in a, in a poverty area. Okay, but I mean that just for uniforms that just uh, strengthens it like the this the similarities that you can draw to how children are literally groomed into being worker bees from the time Mm -hmm. they enter the system at what four five roughly yeah if they don't do a (laughs) pre-k which is like three to four depending on your kids kidness I guess (laughs) I mean I. I don't know if they, I, I think they still do recess. Um, they do, yeah. You get but, recess right after lunch. But you know what's a, you know what a bitch of it is? And, and maybe this is just me. They indoctrinate you that you get a break. After you eat, mm-hmm. you get to go burn some energy. Then all of a sudden you get into, I think we may have still had it in junior high. But you get to high school and it's like, skirt, nope. You go right from lunch to go learn more bullshit. And what's happening? Mm-hmm. Your tummy is trying to digest all that food. So you're getting the... Because you know they fucking load you up on carbs and sugar and shit in yeah. in public school. So you're sitting there halfway Thanks, through your class after lunch. And you're doing the jello neck head bob because you're so fucking tired. Because all the blood in your body that isn't being used to run major vital organs is being used to digest food. And it just, mm-hmm. it gives you the zonkers, you know. Well, and the scheduling of school is centered around factory, factory work. Exactly. The reason why they have bells between classes, the reason why you get your your shifts, like that's that's to signify the ranks in a building of school. Like you have your, your youngers, middle, and then the older ones. Exactly. Um, all of that stuff is to create workers because at the time of its implementation, America was amidst its industrial revolution. Like we were, we had gotten traction, we caught our breath and we said, we about this shit. We are fucking in it. We, we had all of, and as much as I want to stand here and fist fight Rockefeller and man, I have to admire the tenacity, the, the, the brains that were in those men at that time. I, I, 
acknowledge it. You saw. You may, you would be what, what what today is in the manosphere, an alpha. Like you'd be fucking. You'd be running your mouth on a podcast, a video cast. Like you'd be still doing it. That type of a person, society needs them. We need them to move forward. What we need more though is to look at how it's going and make adjustments. Like it's okay to change things. Like it's okay to adjust it. We're no longer in this industrial revolution. We ain't with the shits no more. We are back down, beat the fuck up, bleeding out. Yeah, like we need a recovery time. Well, and I, I think also we can speak on the bullshit of no child left behind. That was fucking GW. That, yeah, that, that that was Bush. That was stupidity. Only once. And I don't <laughs> you know, I I should have full I should have pulled that clip for when we were talking about this because you just can't get much dumber than than Dub Jr. Like he really was that, howdy fucking duties replacement on that one. I am realizing now when that was enacted, like I was so into watching news at that point because we were post nine eleven. I had been watching news like an old person since I was eleven years old. I have been seeing the game for what it is since I was eleven years old deep in the shit that I lived in at the time but I still saw the game for what it was um <clears throat> and when no child left behind went through it angered me it was insulting to me all of my life up until this point y'all have made it out that I am responsible for learning this shit and proving that I know this shit and now if I don't know this shit, it don't matter. Somehow magically it don't matter. It mattered up until now. And it mattered when my daddy went to school. And it mattered when my mama went to school. And my grandmama and my grandpa and my grandma and grandpa. Like it mattered for all of them. But for me, it don't matter now. Right. Then exactly. I'm in a sense. Then I'm in a sense. No, and, and quite honestly, if you look at what we have today that are being pumped out of these schools it really i i think it don't matter you know, we, we, we've been you talking just about go how we've Jump been through the hoops yeah we've been talking year about how it's my generation you know the the gen x that ultimately started the problem because the the generation that we spawned are a bunch <laughs> of fucking idiots and <laughs> um now you have things like a girl who identifies as a cat so they fucking indulge this by putting a litter box in the bathroom and you have people at working at mcdonald's who can't make change unless the computer tells them how much to give back they have absolutely no idea how to do simple math in their head and this is a direct result of no child left behind and the fact that well i still want to get paid so i have to pass you and you're somebody else's problem at when i do right answer is right answer like the rant we had about the girl in my uh math class in college mm -hmm. literally all but milking 
the answer out of the teacher and the fact that she allowed it to happen. Like, I have great respect for that professor, but at the same point in time, I just wanted to take her aside and be like, hey, what the fuck? I, I thought we were all adults here. I, I, I thought that the whole point of this class was to learn something or the refresh something. Are made. Generation by generation. If I was in the class with you, if it was you, Gen X, me, Millennial, and Lil Miss drag the answer out of me, Gen Z, you and I would have made eye contact. And I would have said something audibly. Actually, like, like, I kind of believe that did happen because I have a Millennial that I was friends with. She's like 35. And when we were watching this happen, because we did sit next to each other, there was like maybe a seat or two in between us with nobody in it. And we were kind of like messaging and, and whispering to each other like, what the actual fuck? Mm -hmm. Because it was it was some of the dumbest shit. It was much like there was this one kid aggravated the fuck out of me because I sit in the very back of the classroom he's sitting at the very front now the teacher cannot see and mind you i'm older than my instructor at this point so that's got me totally you know fucked up in a place but <laughs> this boy literally okay he has his laptop open okay fine we all had our tech because of the fact that we worked on tech you know for a lot of what we were doing and I will be goddamned if this sneaky motherfucker was not watching anime on his phone with having it like I have my phone while we're doing the show where my computer screen is. And you know how anime has a lot of flashes. You're in a dark room trying to see a projection screen for the notes. And this asshole's watching fucking anime. I was so unimpressed. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I mean, a beeper in a high school. Move to have the screen visible. Yes, but yes. As someone whose brain is constantly needing more stimulation, um, I am notorious for having one or two things going at a time to pay attention to the one thing that's important. Here's the problem, though. It is called respect. And in that, look, I don't care yeah, that's why I say, like, that you're watching visible, dick move. Yeah, I don't care that Face you're watching down. the anime. Okay. You don't want to fucking learn this shit or you think you Hiding already know it. Like, that's on you. But here's a thought. Um, sit in a different fucking spot where your flashing ass anime is not. Yeah. Yeah. Where, one, the teacher's definitely not going to see you. And you're not going to be disturbing other people. You don't but... think she noticed the lit up face? <laughs> no. She never knew until I said something to her when the fucking semester was over. I'm like, That's you do realize this fucking prick. Tuning it out. Oh my god! But like, it was annoying the shit out of me because she went teacher blind. Uh, yeah, I, you know, she was also nose blind. It smelled like a fucking goat because she had goats. But I'm not judging. Oh well, they're a smelly animal if you're in proximity for too long. They are my my ex's uh, father and stepmother raised cashmere goats and. I can assure you, when they're in rut, it is very disgusting. Oh, yeah, that's gross. Pro tip, never pet a goat on the head, ever, under any circumstances. No. no. They never. they piss on their they own faces. They pee on their heads. They do. <laughs> yeah, they piss on their own faces. It's, it's In case you atrocious. didn't know. In case you haven't been outside. Yeah, that's right. You know. Here, and the sun shines uh, and the leaves rustle. Your zoo lesson for the day. Goats pee on their faces. I really like having a microphone. Thank you. Oh, you are welcome. This is peak. 
we need uh, now we're just you're having so much fun with these it. fine folks and it'll be a full experience that's right well we will ha- yeah <laughs> asmr exactly we will have a, a a video segment to our show upcoming so you know stay tuned for that y'all because watching this girl and her faces that she makes while we chat, this girl uses every muscle in her face, no doubt. It is, it is absolutely legendary. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you. Let's, uh, let's transition to our next subject for the day while I roll up a blunt. Uh, what was the other part of our... Oh, the debt. This is the crippling debt that yes, comes the along crippling with the debt. fake we, college papers. We go from uh, public school to college slash post-secondary education slash crippling yep. debt. Come out with crippling debt, no social skills, zero peopling, full indoctrination. You're on the hook. Figure it out, kid. Good luck. Payday is every Friday or every other Friday, depending on your profession. <laughs> and And it's interesting because of the fact that... The whole, oh, uh, we're going to, you know, blow Jiden deciding, oh, I'm going to forgive all this student loan debt. <laughs> but see, the this fucking, is where... The, the people in government went, uh, Joe, you can't do that. <laughs> but this is where I feel as though he fucking can. He can EO everything else. This old ass motherfucker sees the wronging of his ways, sees the wronging of sending millions of American youths to college to go get this piece of paper at a cost they cannot afford for a job they do not get. He's got grandkids who have college loans. Not really, because they pay for it out of pocket, or they get to go because mom, grandmama is a teacher. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Sorry. You, you can be assured but. that uh, Jill makes <laughs> bank. And those kids want for absolutely nothing, no doubt. Yeah, but it's the the generations. So generationally is how you make change. So we start on the farm. You only get to go out and learn anything. If you're going to be a preacher, if your daddy's the vet, if your daddy's the doctor, if you're fucking some sort of a specialized agriculture, you may have gone to a bigger farm. Like, we went from that to everybody in the home goes to a place outside of the home every day. Children are forced to go to school, compulsory education. And then once you're done with that, you don't get to stay on the farm or at the vet's office. Maybe you do. But if you're one of the people who work at the mill or if you're one of the farmhands, you're not going to go replace your daddy at his job or work alongside him. You're going to go to college. You, you're a smart person. You are capable. You can go do whatever you want to do to the tune of thousands of dollars a year to figure it out. But it'll be fine because whatever you choose, kid, it'll pay you. Right? So we do that. And it was, it was legit for that second generation, that first generation of college people. Outside of, we need them, lawyers, doctors, like infrastructure people, outside of those people getting degrees, that first generation after them, which would be my great-grandparents, that would be like 1920s, 1930s-ish, 
Okay, so almost a hundred years ago. Yeah, we're not um, we're not out of the depression at that point, though, are we? No, we're not. <clears throat> that's what I and that's why it's still you have to be needed. <laughs> like your daddy has to be the lawyer, your daddy has to be the doctor, the veterinarian, the whatever it is that needs to be replaced. If he had you, it's you. You're you're the one who goes and does it. That that's your job. That that's how it used to work. Um and so we're doing that through the depression because we need that. We need people to sustain ourselves, but also we know that this will this too shall pass. We will come outside of this great depression as a nation, as individuals, we'll make it. Then we have a weight off pops off. Because he's coming from this Prussian education system that old Rockefeller was like, hey, I really like that. Let me see what's, let me see how that could work over in America. The same system that produced Adolf is what we use today. So very antiquated and outdated for all intents and purposes. Right, right. And what did Adolf do? He did a lot of stuff. One of the things that I found interesting looking at this for today's information was his dislike of the people with degrees. He was not a fan. Something about going to extra schooling didn't sit right with him. No, because <laughs> quite to put it bluntly, uh, ignorant people can be more easily manipulated and controlled. And that is exactly why the Prussian system was the way it was, because that government, they was with the shits. And they decided that if you are in my country, I can't be a king and rule by doctrine. I like, I have to make you want to do what I want you to do. So the Prussians had it figured out and they was doing good. They were just gold stars, A plus. They did it. Um, <laughs> and then we bring it here. We don't want to go super extreme corporate. We still leave some bits of nationalism, you know, like saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, don't we don't know, even have that now. Federal though. holidays and all that shit. We that, don't that, do that anymore. We, we don't have that. We don't have morning prayer. You Does know, any they... of my connoisseurs know when we pulled out the pledge? Because I tried to look it up and I couldn't find it. I'm sure that we can find it somewhere here. Uh and the morning prayer, too. Like, that was the first thing to go. That went, oh, was that like Kennedy era? No, we had, well, okay. post-Kennedy. We didn't it's have, probably... we had a moment of silence. We, we didn't actually have a prayer. We had a moment of silence where if you wanted to pray, you could. I mean, you back could, then right? I didn't realize how fucking sanitizing they were being. And it's interesting, too, because it was a complete paradox. You had... They, they wouldn't say that that moment of silence was representational of... Uh, anything. Anything. Right. No, just a moment of silence. So, so and I understand the, you know, I think it's interesting the way they pick and choose how they separate church and state. By the way, y'all, if you want to weigh in on this, 253-237-3321, the phone lines are open. So you can call in live and talk to Hempress Emily M. and myself about this. But, um, yeah, it, it's interesting how they pick and choose what they want to do. 
as far as the separation of church and state. We can't have prayer, but we can allow you to have a Bible study in the cafeteria. It, it's it's just interesting the way that they just they sidestep Donuts a lot of shit. Beacon. Yeah, exactly. Um, there, there's a lot of sidestep and a lot of underhand shell gaming around that they do, and and that's a lot like you know the financial aspect of it. They don't they when you're a young person and you want to go to school and you've got your student counselor, your advisor, whatever title they've slapped on this person who's going to sit there with you and help you fill out these forms and you don't understand the amount of interest that's going to accrue on this money all you know is hey uncle sam's willing to foot the bill for me to go to school and when i'm all done after six months after a year or after i get my first job whatever the stipulations of your loan are i'm gonna to have to start paying it back that is for a young person that thought is a hundred miles away they, in their mind. They're not thinking yeah, about they barely oh my grasp god, credit cards. Exactly, they and an not, auto loan. They're not at all thinking about how much interest that actually um, equates to. How what it actually is? Yeah, yeah, the actual number. And but also on the same hand, payday loans. Anybody? What's the fucking interest on those things? Four hundred percent or some dumb shit. On what? And there's. Those payday loan. Oh, Jesus places. Christ, those are such a racket. Payday oh, advances. yeah. But, girl, unwhole, broken people, when the image is narcissism and money, they gonna make dumb choices to well, have narcissism and money. Desperation <laughs> also exactly. comes it's the in. It's the debtors. We're slaves to the money. Absolutely. Like, that's the new slavery is this whatever it is the desire for the green well unfortunately well and and i've had this debate with tigger's joy numerous times because she has made comment about money being the most important thing in my world well um yeah when you fucking grow up and you don't have money and the only way for you not to fucking starve to death, be cold, and, you know, such and such, is to fucking have money. I'm not saying mm -hmm. gobs and gobs of money, okay? I'm not saying being rich, but I'm saying, yeah, you tend to put money as a priority in your life when you are living paycheck to paycheck and everything that you do, you're on such a very tight financial wire that one misstep yeah. and that thing's going to break and how much is going to come crashing down on you and those student loans follow you i mean i'm yeah I'm you can't well get rid into, of those yeah i'm well Dude, into my 40s so you can't file and... any sort of bankruptcy to get rid of them oh yes you can if you file Nothing. bankruptcy you can get rid of your student loans but you're fucked for the rest of your education oh that's right you go for like zero credit score forever Ever. That's what it was. It, I remember you completely that. destroy your life when you do that shit. Nuke it. And in <laughs> interestingly enough, um I mean like we oh, were no, I can't have a credit score. <laughs> yeah, but well fucking everything river. every fucking thing revolves around your credit score. You does it employer though? it yes, it does, because employers can literally not hire you if your credit score isn't high enough because the, it's a risk. 
analysis. Listen, you know who ain't giving a fuck about your credit score? The Dollar Tree. Kroger's for a bagger position. Aldi. That's Fucking, true, but... It, literally any of these... I'm too good for... Jobs. Don't give a figgity fuck about your credit score. And you know what? Those jobs, they ain't going nowhere. They're building those buildings. They're fucking hiring those people. The turnover at those companies is ridiculous. All you have to do is have a pulse, show up when they ask you to, and you're fucking good. Yeah, but you know what the problem is? Nobody wants to do it anymore. Nobody wants to fucking take those jobs. If I had, if I had a choice between going to school, sitting in a desk, shutting my mouth to get the degree, to go sit at a desk and shut my mouth, or go stock some shelves and move my body, maybe see a different human or two, or uh, make some coffee, make a sandwich, ring up some cigarettes, bag up some groceries. I would rather do that with this body I have on earth. I will forever be a ditch digger. I am not having no degrees. If there is, if I have a need to make money, girl, I'm gonna have my money because I'm, I'm useful. I'm not a specialized tool that has been made and shaped and formed to do the one specific job. So as Yogadi says, I am recession proof. It's just not gonna happen. And more of us need to be built like that. And the See, people listening are built like, like that. I am exactly that person who wants to sit at a desk to get a degree to sit at a desk and shut the fuck up because the money that comes along with the sit down and shut the fuck up is it's perfectly nice. fine for me for sure to do that trade off. I've been the ditch digger. I've bagged the groceries, scanned the groceries, driven the dump truck. I mean, I've done an ass load of things. Yeah. And now as I'm getting more advanced in age, I'm ready to downshift my life, but upshift my financial position. So by taking a job where, you know, like you say, sit down and shut up and do your job, mm -hmm. I don't have to leave home. I can literally nope. work from home. Yeah, it ticks I, all the boxes. Yeah, it ticks all of my boxes. And yeah. I, 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 I want to be clear to our listeners. I don't think that we are trying to say, don't go to college, don't take the Kroger oh, job, yeah. do what works best for you, but understand the pitfalls in which exist in all of these aspects, because, you know, Credit scores are important in so much as there are some employers that you wouldn't think of that look at your Nursing. credit score to determine how much of a risk it would be to hire you. Mm -hmm. A lot of places that Banks. involve money. Right. Yeah. There, there have even been gas stations. Ga a fucking gas station attendant. They'll check Circle your credit. K, yeah, probably. Okay. For the risk of benefit of getting right. robbed because on purpose or it, real exactly because of the <laughs> fact that if your credit score is shitty they automatically assume mm -hmm. that you don't pay your bills and some, you need money yeah and, and you're some prone places to stealing like, that money and that's a yeah. shitty way to look at it are people like that sure they are but not everyone is like that i've been poor my whole fucking life not once in my life have i in my adult life, I will say, have I thought about, gee, I can work at this job so I can steal the fucking money to pay my bills. <laughs> no, asshole, because nah. that fucking job is paying I'm your bills. To just get paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's it's, no scheme. It's it's dreadfully ridiculous how stupid some of this shit can be. But that's, I mean, they have you by the short and curlies with mm -hmm. the fact that 
you need a good credit score in order to get anything in life, whether it is a vehicle, a house, hell, to some degree, even education. Your Kohl's card, your Sephora card, like whatever credit cards, like that's all tied to that. Your cell phones, your electricity, some of your electric... Like I... Yeah, it literally is... I think credit scores are dumb. I have a good one. (laughs) Like, I think it's dumb, but I also realize the the usefulness of it. It's just a game that we shouldn't want to play. No, but unfortunately, they require it in order for you... They do require it. Unless you're going to somehow get a job, buy yourself a camper, set that motherfucker out in the wilderness, and be a goddamn... Uh, off-gridder, ultimately, you need a goddamn credit score, okay? And and I'll tell you, okay, in my younger years, when I was first starting out on my own, I didn't want to use credit because of the fact that I didn't know really how it worked, and I didn't want to end up in debt for the rest of my life. And I kind of kept that mindset for a long time because... um. I I didn't want to be I, I didn't want my credit score to suck, but yet I didn't want to have a credit card, which is one of the only mm-hmm. ways that you can get your credit score not to suck because you make your payments on time. The problem being sometimes you run into a oh shit, I need this to pay a bill so I can stay solvent, and then something else comes up and something else comes up. When when you're mm-hmm. a fucking broke bitch who's living paycheck to paycheck, you can easily max out your credit card. And, oh, my God, they just sent me an offer for a new credit card. I need more money. Ooh, accept that offer. And then you end up with, like, five credit cards in your damn wallet. And, goddamn, don't cancel a credit card because that's going to tank your credit score like a son of a bitch. It's better to just leave the thing on ice, sometimes literally. I have known people who have literally put their credit cards in the freezer, like, in a block. So it's a hella effort to extract that thing for usage. But that's how that's how they want you. They want you, the American dream: two point five kids and living in debt till you fucking die. And that's where I've repeatedly said the change is made generationally. We owned our land. We had homesteads. We retained people in the towns that they were born in to replace the people they were born to, and then we opened it up wider sent them out to be educated. They went across the land and were useful. And to do so, they needed the house. They needed the car. And then once we had that figured out, and by we, I mean the money machine, um, we have those two. So now we need, that no longer sustains us. I don't know about anybody else. But the more money I make, the more money I spend. Well, that's so. That's like the old adage: how how can my bank account be in the negative? I still have checks. Oh God, that is not a good. No, but <laughs> but I, I do understand that one. I've heard I know this. That one. I have a check. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? I have no money. I still have checks in my checkbook. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, disgusting. So but we, it's true. And we had, so I guess it would start with a bank account, and then we have the mortgage, and then we have the auto loan, and then that puts us in, what, like 50s? 
the 60s is when we start pumping out credit cards only to men though and wives don't you're not allowed to use your husband's credit card if he's not there with you because ladies are fiscally irresponsible oh completely we are we like shiny thing no no fights with me on that we can learn to be financially responsible but then we become you don't fucking need that okay i i have to tell a quick anecdote so when phone boy and i were in israel his co-worker had made a comment about him giving me his credit card for the day while he was at work I want you to know the hotel in which we were staying was in the Diamond District in Tel Aviv. That's not a good thing with a Phoenix and a credit card with a level of credit as high as Sir You mean Phone to tell Boy. me that you're not responsible enough to carry that thing around and still window shop like your broke ass would without the card on you? Of course I am. But I'm also okay. but I'm also responsible enough to say, honey, I'm not asking you to give me your credit card. One, we are not married. Okay, and that's definitely going to be a question if they want identification. I'm definitely not, you know, DD Dub. Yeah, you're not that am, name on the card. I'm not phone boy. <laughs> I am definitely Phoenix all day. And none of my paperwork matches. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, and especially in a foreign country. Yeah, buddy. No. And right. I mean, hell, I and felt to get so for identity theft. <laughs> exactly. That, that would not have been a phone call I wanted to have to make to him. Um, on top of which, I mean, I felt bad even asking him for some shekels while we were over there just so that I had some money in my pocket in case as I was out scootering around Tel Aviv and having a great goddamn time that I happened upon a place that interested me. I mean, I even asked him if I could charge a drink and lunch at the hotel one day because I was sunbathing and got hungry and decided I wanted to be a bougie bitch and have a cocktail by the poolside. I would not do anything financially without him. But also on, you know, on the thing we were talking about, about responsible use of credit, I think parents need to start young in teaching their children responsible usage of money and of credit and the fact need parents to have financial literacy truth financial responsibility well you know it'd be amazing it'd be amazing if when you fucking went and had a kid that they had a program set up where you could learn the shit you need to know like how to balance a checkbook how to financially be responsible with credit cards how to budget your money so that you can fucking afford your rent and your groceries while raising this little fuck trophy what in the rockefeller are you trying to pull here you don't need (laughs) a system in place bitch we don't need that we want less systems in place we want parental units grand parental units aunties uncles the I don't... other grown-ups in your inner circle that are around your small people but that's the problem we want them to sit down and say that's the problem they themselves well, don't homie. fucking know how to do right, it so how the hell do you expect right. them to sit down and teach it to their kids when they, they got themselves... dave ramsey oh my god i'm gonna vomit it is 2023 i am indi- i'm indifferent on the man because i try to only watch as little as possible but i mean he's fucking making some good points out here he's not wrong okay one of the things <clears throat> that there's there are resources for people to educate themselves if they if i don't think it should be a choice i hate to be that person but i don't think when we used to have it in school but that was too useful yeah i know 
I mean, that's, that's where, not what we arguably, needed. That is where I learned how to balance a checkbook or even how to use a checkbook was in my algebra class. They actually taught that way back in the Stone Age when I was in high school. And look in your peer group, like the, the celebrity, big CEO people, whatever, that are in your age group, that last batch of people who got real life knowledge, um, y'all did all right. And ain't nobody done as good since it was removed on purpose. Y'all are the keepers of the knowledge. Y'all are but, the last ones that were handed the recipe boxes from grandma. But that's the problem. We, as parents, are failing to meet our... I'm saying because the, the parents of the young hold now. Themselves. But, because they're not whole themselves. But it's not even about being whole. Okay, it's a simple responsibility. I'm sure that you're going to teach your child when she is old enough how to be financially responsible. Just, I mean, in the confines it needs to be. Okay, when she yes. becomes a teenager, we don't just take our credit card and swipe it for everything. Just because yeah. you have a card doesn't mean you have money in your account, et cetera, et cetera. These are things and that are teaching her that. I know. live that now. Yes, it was much like. Now, Phone Boy arguably has not had to worry about finances for a very long time because he is he made good choices with help from at least one parent who gave a fuck about his Followed future. The formula. Right. Well, so he hasn't had to worry about money in many years. And now, because of the shenanigans that the Attila the Wonderkunt is pulling, I have had to kind of give him the hard talk about this is how you this is how you live within your means we don't just take our credit card and swipe it for everything we are purchasing anymore mm -hmm. you need to be present in your finances use your yep. bank account because that way be a it's a lot easier to keep people. yeah it's a lot easier yeah. to keep track of your money when you have to see exactly what you're spending every time <clears throat> you make a transaction and keep mm -hmm. that balance on in the black. You know, I understand for like recurring um, things, putting it on a credit card is fine because that's a set amount every month. You know, you're paying, right? You know that it's coming, you know, when it's going right. to be there, but you when, know what it is. But when you've got a Gives plethora a of credit. credit cards to choose from, as most mm -hmm. of us do, it is way too easy when you see something to just be like, ooh, I want that. Swipe. But and sadly, a, sadly, but he has had to... That's a not whole thing. That is, a, that is a symptom of being a not whole person. You yeah. want the thing because it's a shiny thing because it will give me dopamine. Take my shekels for dopamine. That is... Okay. <laughs> not to put St. Tommy P on no pedestal or anything... But he is the first human being I ever met in my entire life that would walk into a store knowing what he wanted. They didn't have it. And this man walked the fuck out. Didn't didn't ogle at nothing. Didn't have the thought of what else do I need. They didn't have what I needed. I'm out of here. The If you do not have the ability to do that repeatedly, you got some shit to fix. You are not that wrong. is my litmus test. Yeah, you you're absolutely not <laughs> wrong about that. So now me, anybody who knows me, 
let's go back to MTV days, if you really knew me, uh, y'all would know that your girl had a shopping problem. Y'all would know that your girl didn't do laundry for a whole year. She just bought new clothes. Yeah, she Are did that at 19 years old in her first apartment. She didn't give a fuck. She had checks. <laughs> so, Damn, girl. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was there. I was in it. I needed the dopamine. Take my shackles. Dopamine. I need to be a human. Thank you. Right? And well, slowly but surely, age, the more I have at that age, put we my fucking are, head down. That is our validation at that age, though. Especially those of us who came up very broken. Because we broken? Because we broken. Exactly. Because we broken. Wild. And that is... I... I Oh my God, Sir Bemrose is here. Hot shit. He finally woke up. So, but it's just, it's think, all. But thinking about it though, Em, there is still a part of me, like I've become a lot more financially um, responsible, but at the same time, there's still that part of me that sometimes when shit is just sucking out epically, that mm-hmm. makes me want to go have some fucking retail therapy. Whether it's go online shopping at Torrid. See, the beautiful thing with going online shopping is you can put all this shit in your cart and feel all warm and fuzzy. And then you can make your decisions for... You get the fake dopamine. Yeah. Yeah. It, you do without putting yourself in a financial thing. You know, without putting yourself backwards, ultimately. And I think that... That is really important for young folks to understand that, look, we old codgers understand the need for that dopamine bump. But mm-hmm. in order not to be uh, in debt up to your eyeballs for the rest of your fucking life, because and you made the right decision to get an education and follow your passion. OK, now let's be responsible so that you can enjoy the fruits of your labor after you pay off all your student debts and not get yourself into a five credit card debt spiral that you were never going to climb out of because first starting out oh you can be assured those credit card interest rates are fucking obscene you're not getting Mm -hmm. a Sachs and goldman card at 18 not unless mommy and daddy's name on it credit one 19 percent capital one 99 dollar yeah i think there's one called indigo (laughs) i mean there's a plethora okay of different companies we know you're gonna fuck up so we're gonna get some money out of you on the front end oh yeah because how i mean honestly how many of these that's like the down payment on a house it's a down payment on a car yeah oh yeah 100 percent. so they made all these changes generationally they get you on the yoke for the house they did that for a whole generation with your property taxes our great-grandparents paid property taxes um, and then our grandparents got yoked with the house and the car. You have to have one by that point. Couldn't function without one. Um, and then by the time that they're into their adulthoods, credit cards are sneaking in. And then by the time my mother and father, you have a house, you have a car, you have the credit cards, and then everything else that comes after that. Like, the more credit cards, the more house, the more car. We just start adding on. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's literally how I grew up. My father had brand-new Harley-Davidson. He had a, uh, uh, what the fuck was it? It was, 
a Mercury Marquis back when it was a fucking luxury cruising type mm-hmm. car. And then he had his pickup truck and mom had her vehicle. And I mean, he flexed with vehicle purchase. Never mm-hmm. bought a house. Not one Well, that's a representation house. of wealth. Yeah. Yeah, but you would think everybody else around you is buying a house. They're thinking about their future. They're planning for their future. And you have a family. And that thought never entered his mind that, gee, maybe I should try to get a mortgage so that I don't have to stay in the rental loop for the rest of my life. So that there's something that I'll have that I can pass on to my one and only child when I'm gone off the ethos. That thought never entered his his what brain. What did his parents leave him? Yeah. Did well, they set him up or oh, did oh, they no. say, oh, I can, fine? I can definitely tell you that uh his mother was the only remaining adult quote unquote in that situation right. after and they're immigrants correct um yes and no uh he was second generation off the boat from okay. poland so that makes me third gens but so still very much but here's the thing you're on your grandma own. built her house every mm-hmm. one of his brothers and sisters i'm pretty sure has a house or at one time had a house not mm-hmm. once in my life has have i ever had my parents have a mortgage for a house which could potentially when it's all said and done go to me so that i could have something to maybe pass on to my kids or whatever i chose to do with it it just wasn't for whatever reason. It just wasn't. So a So your parents in his are life the ones who. So in that generation, there is a split. You have perma renters, you have the generational inheritance, and the I got it on my own. Um, and in that, and the interesting split, thing is, I've always been the I got it on my own person. My father talked about wanting to buy me a house. And my yeah. split thought you was, let him. you don't even have a fucking house. That was something that and he didn't need. You should have let him buy a house. Silly well, lady. the, the lady. catch. Hold on, though. I understand the all the strings to, that would have come with it. Oh, yeah. The catch of which is I would have had to live with my mother. And for him. any of the youth listening today. Oh, my God. Like, take no. the house. Do not. No, um, don't take the house if it comes with the parents. Okay. You're gonna you inherit them anyway, girl. They're oh. built in babysitters. No. Trying to live with my parents. There's a reason I moved the fuck out. There was a yeah, great no, that's, like divide. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> for your situation, it made sense. In other situations, if the offer is presented to you where the parent doesn't have a home, but they are offering to purchase you a home and are capable of doing so. Sure, thank you. I don't think he... Well, the irony of which is, if he were capable of doing so, he should have done it for himself and my mother and let me do me as I had requested. Girl, what do we... There are things we do for our children that we can't do for ourselves. Name one. We can make sure our children eat every day. Fair. Do we eat every day? No, bitch. Fair, fair. We can make our children wash their face and brush their teeth and wash their ass and brush their hair. Do we every day? No, bitch. Yeah, bitch. 
I'm, I'm kind of worried so, that you said no, bitch, on that one. I'm like, yeah, bitch, I'm showering and, and washing that hair and brushing them teeth and, and whatnot. Show am. Well, I'm going to say it's because you're older than me and you've had more experience in making yourself do things you don't want to do. But as a person who sometimes might not, actually, I have a really good track record right now. I'm like on a year straight of doing two out of three every day. So and we're doing good. Um, <clears throat> no shade thrown. Yeah, no, it's fine. I don't care. The shade keeps me from sweating. Um, the, it's done generationally. So abjectively, just on paper, your father's intentions were appropriate. Like that was that is something that a second generation person would want to do for the third generation to ensure success, right? So we have we've got great grandparents who lived on the farm, who had kids to work the farm. Those kids, some of them stayed to work the farm, some of them left. My grandparents, they have children. My parents. Ain't nobody going back to a farm. And if it is, it's like a third of what it used to be. Um, the, <laughs> the financial constraints that are already on you set as an expectation, like as a taxpaying United States citizen, you got to get a job. You have to have a car to get to your job. You have to have a financial institution. You have to have a place to live. And then if you were one of those few who went to college, you have to pay back your loan on top of monthly living expenses, <laughs> the insurance that you're required to have by law. So that's a, that's a forced form of government constant payment. It is. Like, not only do they get our tags every year, they get our insurance every month. Like, these are all yokes that we're tied to to feed the machine that none of us actively benefit from. Like, it would. Because we're not supposed to. <clears throat> we're not the ones who are supposed to be benefiting from it. It's the fat cats in government. And that's exactly how the system is set up. And. It's not going to change unless we enact change by the way we vote, even though I don't believe in the whole system of voting. Repeal the 19th. Yeah, there you go again with wanting to take away the right for women to vote. We, we know your stance I, on that. Because we're emotional. Because we want systems in place to teach these kids how to balance a checkbook. Because we want to be fucking logical and have better fucking products coming out of the school system so what we'll do is we'll start anti-phoenix and anti-hempress's finishing school we'll charge these parents 300 bucks a month it'll be a three-month course we'll teach them babies how to make food like nutrition protein carbohydrates fruits and veg real food whole food we'll teach them how to do laundry teach them how to sew Teach them how to balance a checkbook. Teach them how to make a budget. Teach them how to make a routine. You mean all the shit that, you know, uh, home economics All the shit the working moms can't do. Back when I was in school. Yeah. Home ec. Civics. 
Isn't that civics? Wouldn't that be where y'all learned about money and stuff? Whole schooling. There we go. That's it. I think that's and a that's, fantastic term. The answer, ultimately, is unless you want your child to be the faceless employee number that you yourself are, listen, if it pays and it doesn't suck the soul out of you, I encourage you to stay there, to be there, to contribute, get the paycheck, get the bag. As long as it is not sucking the soul out of you, continue on. I'm not anti-work. I'm not anti-money. I'm not some fucking hippie commune person. I'm a realist. So this is a very individual. You need to sit with yourself, sit with your spouse, sit with your family, and come up with a plan. But ultimately, we are in control of how our, our lives play out. So all I'm asking is that we just take a little bit more control of it and say as for my baby no thank you public school yeah I, we've talked about it um we, we've talked about it a lot <clears throat> being present in your kid's life that also includes being present in your own life you in your have own, yeah. to you know phone boy says all the time put on your own oxygen mask because you can't help someone else if you can't help yourself in parenting, that is a key. You have to yeah. be okay if you expect your kids to turn out okay. Right. And and most of it is the way you learn how to be that way. Fake it till you make it. Sometimes learn, that's all you live got. Live by example. Understand that they see you. Boy, do they see you. They Even when you don't want them baby to. Baby eyeballs. Bruh. Nothing makes sense to them. So they have to try to make sense of it themselves. And if you don't want to have nothing you got to explain, well, you best not do it. <laughs> and that is how Emily got her shit together. <laughs> because no doubt at some point I had a realization that like, I don't want to explain this. I, I don't want to explain this. So my behavior changed. And slowly but surely, we've been getting better. But I understand how easy it is to not get better and how easy it is to just go with the flow, punch in and out, send them to school, pick them up afterwards, make sure nobody's bullying them, make sure no teachers are being creepy, go to an event, write the check. Like, it's easy. And that's the thing, though. Anything that's easy, or I should say anything that's worth doing, is never easy. It's never easy. So if you're taking the easy way by just, I mean, I could have taken and the if you easy are way the by easy just been a Because you're going hard somewhere else. Right. That's okay. Yeah. Because I fully. It's a balanced thing. Acknowledge. Absolutely. That I sent her to kindergarten, first and second grade, and third grade. Because your girl couldn't have done it. Couldn't have done it. No way, shape, or form. As a person, I wasn't whole enough. As an educator, I ain't teaching nobody nothing. You need to know that one plus one equals two, and you need to know how to read. After that, we could figure it out. Right. So, like, that was, I went easy on schooling, 
because I went hard on getting my shit together. So I understand there's easy and there's hard and you figure it out because you sit with yourself. You figure out what you're capable of. You sit with your partner. You sit with your family. And then you adjust accordingly. Exactly. And I think on that, we are going to let our connoisseurs get back to the rest of their Monday. That's right. Go out there and get that money, y'all. And we will be back bright and sunny Monday, 7 a.m. Central to consume some more coffee and chronic with y'all. And of course, I have been Phoenix. And I've been Empress Emily M. And we hope you have enjoyed this shit show for which we have put on. And uh, don't forget. It's the Rooster Booster. Pour a cup and roll up. Let's do it. That's right. Remember that V for V, y'all. And we'll see you Monday. Bye. Bye.